Previously on Androids and Aliens. Linnea has her ultra-thin sword out, and she's gonna kick up the door. As the crew pushed brazenly into the gravel-filled room. At that moment, you hear a rumble, and two enormous creatures come bursting out of the gravel pits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Enormous space worms erupted from beneath them. I'm gonna bite twice. No! I'm going for the kill, I'm sorry. <laughs> but when the witch warper bent reality... Natural 20, I'm not oh even my God. shitting you. I wish I could nope. lift this up and show you. Nope. My alternate outcome can reduce a crit for an ally in 100 feet to a normal hit. <gasps> wow. The final beast was sent to its grave. All these needles come out and just, like, stab it in the eyes. I'll say that's enough. Amazing. It's done. It's so cool. The adventure continues. It's full of stuff, but is it full of the fourth security card? No. Friday, everybody. My name is Troy LaValle. I want to welcome you back to Androids and Aliens. I'm so glad that you don't have a social life so that you can join us tonight. <laughs> hey. hey. This is a very social activity. <laughs> this yeah, is are you talking to life. us or are you talking to the audience? Welcome to the show, everyone. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm I'm in a really good mood, and and tonight's uh, tonight's opening banter uh, might not be good, but I still want to talk about it because uh, it's on my mind. I would before we started this show, I read the Coral Rule book cover to cover. Don't recommend it. It did nothing uh, other than just immerse myself in something that I immediately forgot. But uh, towards the back of the book, uh, there was suggested reading. Uh, and so I was like, you know what? I need to read one of these books to just get back in the zone, get back in the sci-fi zone, science fantasy zone before we start recording, uh, this show. And this was, uh, God, a hundred years ago when we started this, uh, before I had kids, when I was still doing fun reading, one of my New Year's resolutions was to start doing leisure reading again. And so I, uh, I've been banging out books left and right, just reading a little bit in the morning, a little bit before I go to bed. And I came down to the point where I just have one book left in my library that I haven't read. And uh, I wasn't going to read it. I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to. But then I picked it up the other day, and I'm just kind of powering through it, and it's really bringing me back. And it is part two of mm. the Commonwealth oh, saga, yeah. Judas Unchained. Uh, ah. And I read Pandora's Star right before we started the show. I finished it before we started recording, I think. Maybe I was reading it as we, as we started. Uh, Real and I remember reading that run. Oh, Real it's, a, it's a little bit of work, but it, <laughs> it's a good payoff. Uh, actually, no, it's a huge cliffhanger but it's a really good uh, book a million different characters if you like Hyperion or something like that it's very Hyperion-esque and uh, it's just a great world and so I was like god do I want to do it again I mean look at all that that's just it's a lot and it, you're reading it so I'm like oh this is is this in man did I get the Mandarin version nope that's in English uh, but uh, that's that's you're, what I'm reading right now you're really yes. selling it <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's very very good, good. 
it's it very, is, very it good. But, but correct me if I'm wrong, Ellie or, or Troy, but isn't it kind of, isn't it considered like high science, science fiction? Hard science. Hard science. Yeah. Like it's, I think it's, so. It's very, they think about physics a lot. They talk about science a lot in the book and like, you know, it really seems like this stuff is possible. It doesn't seem like magic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, uh, yeah. they explain it in, in that way. It's set in on Earth, sort of like in the future. So it's it's sort of grounded in reality, but but it's not like it's. Not, I don't wouldn't say it's like the Martian, which is very which felt like yes. a, Mars, a mission to Mars, basically. But um, but I, I think agree. yeah, no, it's it's pretty good. It's it's also philosophical, like what would happen. Uh, what I thought, what I took away from uh, from the first one, Pandora's Star, was uh, that uh, the experiment, the idea experiment of uh, what if you live forever, like what if you can sort of uh, reunite yourself every other hundreds of years, you know, uh, that you know, marriage suddenly doesn't like it's not a thing anymore. Like people are just like, nah, I have, <laughs> I gave you one lifetime. I'm not going to give you more than that. Um, <laughs> and so, but it creates also the, this uh, political aspect of it as well. Like these empires of families, you know, like yeah. suddenly yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting book, but I, it took me a while to get into it because I have uh, the attention span of a five-year-old. So for me, like, I think I restarted Pandora star over and over and over but then eventually got to it, and I remember now I haven't read Judas Unchained, so I don't know what happens with that Cliffy. Yeah, uh, don't spoil it. I won't. I won't. But I mean, I'm I'm 50 pages in, and I still am not 100 percent sure what I'm reading. I don't remember all the characters, but you can either just not read it or just dive in, and hopefully it'll jog your memory. But anyways, the reason I talk about this is to see well, what's everybody else what's everybody else reading these days? Do you guys read for fun? Grant, are you reading a uh, mustache comb weekly? <laughs> <laughs> not, not just mustache weekly, like really specifically the comb. <laughs> you know, I really like to nerd out on the right equipment for the job, Troy. And this mustache is hard to tame. Uh, I, I got some really, uh, really uh, divisive comments from my parents. My, my dad texted me and said, excellent job. You look distinguished. Hundreds of years of burger men have been wearing mustaches. You are walking in the footsteps that your forefathers have trodden before you. And my mom just wrote in and my mom had a messy bad divorce from my dad uh and uh i look exactly like my dad but the thing that makes <laughs> gives her gives her comfort is that i don't have this mustache so i could just right. feel her just like oh god <laughs> no and she wrote it's she wrote opening again she, she wrote um i think you're more handsome without the mustache but uh <laughs> but you can keep it if you want i guess but very non-committal and my sister just called me and said shave that shit off right now <laughs> You're a week away from that thing being bushy and beautiful. Uh, but what are you reading? Can you read past that thing? It's hard. I have to be <laughs> down to so, the book like this. I have to get that pillow that elevates you in the bed so I can see over it. Uh, I'm reading Dante by Guy Haley, uh, the uh, the wonderful Black Library no- uh, novel from Warhammer 40k about it's it's split perspectives just through different ages. So. Uh, it's kind of like a space marine uh, character like what Skid played on New Game Who This, where he's hmm. a child and wants to jo- join up in one chapter, and then it fast forwards 500 years, and he's a badass slicing through Xenos and the others. So oh, cool. Adds a lot of humanity to it. It's really neat, and it's it's a fun beach read, I would say. You know, it's like not hard to read, and the action moves it forward. 
Oh, that does sound good. Yeah. Uh, Matthew, you got a stack probably right next to you there. What do, what are you, what are you cycling through? Go have, grab it. No, nah, friends here. Too many. There's too many stacks. I'm I'm reading right now. I'm reading um, Ali Smith's Autumn, uh, which is really great. Uh, it's kind of like the one of the first post Brexit novels, British novel, Scottish novel. It's, possibly. it's not from the Black Library. <laughs> it is not. In fact, the like the emperor it's not a Dan is not. Book? The emperor has very Dan little presence. <laughs> uh, I'm also reading Masha Gessen's uh, "The Future Is History," which is great. It's a look at kind of uh, modern day Russia. Uh, and what else am I reading? I read uh, a couple Lauren. of light beach reads. You've got there. What's Sounds a beach like... read except something you just read on a beach? Yeah, I guess. It's something uh, that's enjoyable and not fucking make you feel miserable all the yeah. time. Are those, are those from school? I read, <laughs> I, read, I read Crime and Punishment on the Jersey Shore when I was a teenager, so I agree with yeah. Matthew. It was, uh, it was a delight. Do you have no. to do a book report at the end? Just get, do, you beach read, do you beach read snobs? You can read whatever you want on the beach. Whatever, whatever you want to no, read. It, it should be like dragon, the girl with the dragon tattoo or yes. old lady yes. porn. That's it. <laughs> What's the old lady for? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to read that. I want to watch it. I didn't know like quite where the line was given Ellie's Swedish approach to uh, to culture. Uh, oh yeah. Could have Girl been with a very the dragon tattoo is old old lady for. Oh no. You're reading the the Matthew of books. <laughs> Your taste in book is still on my comics train too. So I've been reading. Uh, I, I've been reading uh, Jason Aaron's run on Doctor Strange, which is really. Oh, I, I've never nice. read any Doctor Strange before, so that was really fun. I never uh, have either. And when I saw the movie, I was like, eh. And then I saw. Um, I can't remember which movie it was. I think it was the um, uh, Infinity War. And I was like, hey, I go back and watch Doctor Strange again. And I watched, watched it a second time, and I was like, this is really good. And then <laughs> I watched it a third time, and I was like, Doctor Strange is an incredible character. Like, yeah. way yeah. beyond what I assumed from, like, that uninitiated first watch. So I, I would definitely love to read some Doctor Strange. The run I'm reading is super funny, too. Like, it's serious. It's, like, really, like, he's in a really perilous situation. But also, at the same time, there's a real sense of wit and humor about it, which I really, really love. Um yeah, I also read, um, I've been doing, I, I know people, uh, people have been re- sending in recommendations. I have been reading the Alan Moore Swamp Thing as well, but I'm kind of parceling that out and saving it, uh, cause it's, it's so great. Um, I just got to the, po- I just got no spoilers, but I got to the point for those who have read it with the, uh, the tuber, which, uh, is, uh, it was, it was fun. It was uh, a psychedelic, a psychedelic experience reading it. All right, Sydney, what one book did you read? I'm sorry, Matthew. I don't think you understood the assignment. You're really reading eight books today? Lord. Yeah, I I read multiple things at once. It's fun. You know what? We don't have time for the rest of you. Matthew chose all of your books. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Sydney. Anyways, last week you guys fought some Cernox. Sydney. I think Joe actually recommended the book that I'm slogging through i have again it's hard to focus on a book i I love reading for pleasure but sometimes life takes over and then the reading becomes not pleasurable so you like you'd, put it aside. Uh, you'd never read the cat in the hat uh too many words too many oh, words i thought not that's what pictures. joe suggested uh no i think you suggested show i'm reading uh the left hand of darkness yes oh. i did suggest that yeah, yeah. which is, is like Gwyn? another classic sci-fi uh but also 
kind of hard to read. The names are really confusing, and like the species themselves. Obviously, the whole the great thing about the story uh, is like this interchanging gender between the species, and like there is no binary, and it's it's like very fascinating. Um, but man, the names are confusing, and every time I put it down, I pick it back up, and I'm like, I don't know who this fucking is. I have to flip back like six pages, and I still don't know who it is. And I'm like, fuck it, and I flip forward six pages. But uh, I will say, I am enjoying it. And once I finish it, I'm going to read Hitchhiker's Guide. That's my next one. Mm. Oh, God. I love Hitchhiker's Guide. <laughs> That's a beach so read. That's a fun beach read. That's an yes. anywhere read. Why, does it, why is okay, it limited sorry, to Matthew, the Okay, sorry, Matthew. I'm so sorry. Can we get into a fight with Matthew tonight? <laughs> I just want people to feel free to read whatever they want to read, wherever they are. If we were in the studio right now, I would be kicking Matthew under the table. Oh, man. I would bet it's, it is a, would it's a genre, Matthew. It's like you can't just say a, a book is fiction that's nonfiction because you yeah. don't believe it. I don't. If you, like, see you can't someone, just like, oh, say it's another genre. Reading, if you see someone reading James Patterson at a dentist's office, shoot them in the head. They shouldn't be doing that. That's wow. a book for the beach and that's a book for the airport. Wow, oh, so man. murder. You're saying murder. <laughs> no, Joe. <laughs> That's it. No. Can you imagine the James Patterson mystery about the people who killed James Patterson readers in the places you're not supposed to read? TM, TM, TM. This is our idea, Matthew. Let's write it. You and I. Let's team up. Like James Patterson and Bill Clinton will write a book together. Joe, you doing any leisure reading on the toilet? Uh, I, I was, and I, I was, and I stopped, uh, due to new game who dis is a lot of reading, but, uh, I was, I was also reading science fiction. Uh, I picked up a book that was recommended to me by a buddy called seven eaves. I was telling skid about it, uh, mm-hmm. by Neil mm-hmm. Stevenson who wrote snow crash. Um, and it's really good. It's, re- it's really interesting and really good. And it's another one of those, like, I guess, hard science, science fictions and more like the Martian Ellie, because it's basically like they, they put, he puts together a real explanation of like a, an apocalyptic event that is imminent. And it's not, mm. you know, a, a classic asteroid sort of story, uh, but it's like, it's going to happen and there's no reversing it. And so it becomes like the math and science of like, how many people can we actually get off the earth with the technology we have right now? And how can we make them sur- help them survive long enough to like find another planet at some point. Like it's really, and there's all the greatest scientists of the world coming together and nice. trying to figure it out. It's, it's a neat book. Nice. That sounds good. Snow crash is great. Um, Ellie, uh, what are you reading? And this is going to sound like I'm making fun of you, but I'm not. Do you read books in English? <laughs> <laughs> I knew what your question was. going to be. Why, why do you, or is it all uh, gibberish? Um, I read Swedish books in Swedish and I read English book in English. Like so the, you, if the author is on English. Do you, all right. So if you read it in English, you don't, you don't read translations. You're like Ugh. the Swedish version of something. Yeah. Like right. if you read the girl with the dragon tattoo in English, are you like, Ugh. no, no, but I would probably, <laughs> I would probably laugh a little bit about it, but, um, you're like, that's uh, not what, it's, that's not what he means. That's not what he's really saying. Do yeah, people I did. really talk about their Apple products like that in Sweden constantly? Every <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. page in that book, he's like, he pulled out his PowerBook G4 and typed into it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably. I, I actually, that one, uh, I haven't read 
girl with the dragon tattoo. I've only seen the movie, so I don't know. But I did I did read Harry Potter as a kid in Swedish and then switched to English when I knew how to read English. Uh, and I hated the Swedish translation after that because they, you know, dirty blonde hair, for example, um, they translated into filthy blonde hair in Swedish. Dirty person. Exactly. You know, that's, so that's the so translation. my favorite character, Luna Lovegood, she was described as dirty blonde yeah. hair and like loony. And everyone was just like, yeah, she's fucking trash. It's like filthy as shit. Just wash her hair. But what, are you, think, uh, what are you reading now? Um, I actually restarted. I'm going to win this competition, by the way. I just started Sandman again. Ooh. Uh, my new game. Uh, because it's becoming a, a show. And why are you shaking your head, Matthew? No, I saw I'm, that. I'm expressing my deep love. Like and like, like it's. Uh, I love Sandman fervently. I love it. I love it. it. You're one of those people who express love and hate in the similar way, which is uh, it's it's interesting because <laughs> cold glares and slight shakes of that. I was holding it to my heart. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Sandman, and I have the annotated version. Um, I don't know what annotated means, but mm. that's what I have. Uh, it's a sure. huge thingy. And I think it's because it has notes. But yeah, Sandman, can 10 out of 10 recommend. Why are you going to win, and what is the point system of this game? <laughs> the um, the game, um, because it's the best book. <laughs> Coolest book? <laughs> uh, I don't get, know. Get back I, to me. Get back, yeah. Ken, what are you reading these days? You're a jet setter? Uh, mostly... Mostly rule books, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Mired in uh, it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I recently, pretty recently read Dave Vitzkoff's biography of Robin Williams. Uh, that was really good. Hmm. And um, I, I, I have Blood Meridian and I've read the first Ooh. three chapters of it. Uh, I need to get back into that, but yeah. Keep going. I, I don't, like it. I like and it. And so don't far. stop when you hit the tree of dead babies. Just keep just keep going. I'm at the uh, same point as Skid with Blood Meridian. And I bought Blood Meridian with Skid and Matthew at that uh Portland bookstore. Pals? Oh, mm. Pals. That yeah. was a Cute. great, great bookstore. Yeah. It was yeah. not overrated. <laughs> I will say no, that. That's great. Well, this was all just precursor to uh, find out not only uh, his book of choice right now, but to welcome him back to the show. His presence has been missed. He's been killing it on New Game Who Dis the past three weeks. Coming up for David Winter. Hello. I'm back. I'm back. Much to your chagrin, Skid. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to establish my fondness for you. <laughs> uh, despite perceptions, I suppose that I've heard about, I I quite like David Winters. I like having him on the show. I like I liked having him as a GM. That was really a fun experience for me, despite what anyone says. <laughs> oh man, I love this. I, I I just read rule books too, and unlike the two of you, I'm not even going to pretend like I read anything else because the entire extent of what I do is either preparing for stuff like this or getting ready for the next thing. And mm. there is no time for anything else other than sleeping or when, when I can't read anymore, watching TV. That's it. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah. And work, that's, of course. That's why I had to make it a New Year's resolution because I was just reading game stuff. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm not finding joy in anything. Uh, so I highly suggest you squeeze it in. Ten pages a day. Five pages. Just come back to Earth. 
Uh, but how you been, man? Did you uh, did you uh, catch the shows that we did without you? Of, of course, I, it, it was wonderful. I got to sit back, relax, crack open a nice beer, and yell at the TV like uh, many of the fans, <laughs> I'm sure, out there. Like, no, that's not how you do it. No, like, oh. and you know, I I almost sent angry messages to myself about rules that were missed, and uh, it just didn't go over very well. Just oh, wait, back, wait, we so. got, there was one, didn't we? Do uh, uh, I hope we did it right. Flat-footed no. at the start no, of combat. That was, that was wrong. That was wrong. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. You're, was you're any of us right? Flat, uh, you f- kind of flipped it. So you're right. We talked about it before. You are not <laughs> flat-footed. Right. <laughs> you're you're not on. flat-footed unless it's a surprise round. Uh, but you have to wait for your turn to get your reaction. And since you have to wait for your reaction, uh, no AOO. So yeah, no AOO. Uh, until so they go. took the Pathfinder rule and didn't just like move on from it. They just turned it just enough. Yeah. To be yeah. irritating on a show. <laughs> Damn it. But, da- David, did you have yeah. any reaction to say one of us like doing something right and you were like like crying tears yeah. of pride and you were like <laughs> they're learning? Yeah, there there are a couple instances. Uh I think you found uh Solarian crystal. Yeah. And oh. people were like, uh, can I put that in my weapon? And I'm like, don't you dare. And like, no, 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 no. This is only for Solarians. And I'm like, oh, yeah, good job, guys. Yeah, dude, honestly, I was listening back to that and I was like, I was picturing you at that moment yeah. being like, dude, Solarian, it's Solarian. Because El- Ellie's just like, I- I- I'll put it in my ultra thin longsword. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, demon's dying right now. What, 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 what was I, it me? Was it okay? No, we all didn't know. And then Grant was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. looked it up and was like, actually, I think that that's Solarian and can only be used yeah. by a Solarian. And I, I went to the closet, got a small brown paper bag, and was hyperventilating into <laughs> it to, <laughs> to really just bring myself down. And that bag got a lot of use, but I'm happy to be back. David, I have well, to ask. We're glad uh, to have you back. I have to ask, did did anyone survive that shouldn't have survived because of a wrong rule reading? I want to know if someone should be dead because of how we screwed up these rules. No. Yeah, because I'll walk no. it back. Yeah, no, yeah, we can. We, let's just redo the last two episodes. Is that kosher? <laughs> really just <laughs> drag this thing on? Uh, no, I, I think that, that all was fine. This stuff's not that dangerous for you guys just yet. Uh, hopefully we're getting there soon. <gasps> What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah. I have it's, it's not that dangerous. I have I have twenty one hit points left. Ellie, it's oh like every other episode. You are <laughs> about to die. It's kind of your thing, and and it's great. But okay. uh, it's it's kind of standard at this point. So it's because of your bravery, exactly, yeah, and sure. Troy's inclination to always attack your character. Yeah. You combine he, those he, two things. Twenty one hit points. Nah. Actually, mm-hmm. I think if Troy wasn't. Uh, is it called softballing me then i think yeah. i would be dead but your choice being nicer than he probably should be uh I, according to some people. it's it's because mm. i care about each of you troy's attorney because <laughs> <laughs> i care deeply about each of you and your feelings nah. um <laughs> let's he says it notice the, he did you see the pause he left for laughter there <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, before we start, I uh, just want to give everyone a little heads up about some uh, schedule changes coming up. So we've got uh, this show tonight, we got a show next week, and then the following week, uh, we're going to be in Atlanta for Glass Cannon Live. Uh, that'll be our second of two shows happening during Dragon Con at the Masquerade. Ooh. Tickets still available. Come on, Atlanta! Get, get your vaccination and come see us! It's going to be a good time. Uh, so we're not going to do an Androids and Aliens that week on uh, Friday, September 3rd, and we're 
And we're also going to take our Friday, September 10th. We've got a crazy month with uh, two shows in uh, Atlanta, two shows in Indianapolis, and then Chicago and Columbus. So we're taking the 3rd and the 10th off, and then we're coming back on the 17th uh, with the final episodes of this show. So... Wait, when you yes. say final episodes, what does that mean? Uh, the, does that mean the, the final two episodes? The final yeah. ten episodes? How many episodes are left? The final episodes. That's it. Might be two. Might be two. <laughs> so it's two. two. No, there's going to be... I, I honestly don't know how many. And who knows what that last episode is going to be. Is it going to be like, all right, roll for initiative. And then we just go for four hours. Or is there going to be a whole episode of epilogues? I, I don't know. We've never ended a show. Uh, that's what these next couple weeks are going to be. Me just really thinking uh, about seven or eight different possible endings. But we've got some beginnings here because you guys just wrapped up a juicy fight. The last of which that you can see in this uh, in this hangar. You went in. You thought it was a vampire. You thought that for weeks. And I thought you were so stupid when you thought that. And I laughed at myself at how stupid you were that you thought it was a vampire. I said, they're so stupid. They're convinced of it. No, then you went no. in there and uh, it wasn't a vampire. It was two giant worms. They're known as Cernox. And they made a very cool move that could have killed Linnea. But you bravely took him out. And at the end of the episode, you went to look in the little cabinet to see if the last security finger bone card was in there. And it was. Hey. Yeah! That's the finger bone. Got it. I forgot. I also forgot to mention, during that fight, we started it where Callum like used Mage Hand to get the gun out yeah. of the box. That was really cool. Callum didn't get hit for that entire fight. I just moved backwards. So the whole time, I was like dangling the gun with Mage Hand. Like, whoa, there's snakes. Whoa, Callum. <laughs> Oh, in man. addition to that uh, fourth and final card, is, is much, as far as you know, you know that, that that computer that you couldn't hack, that set off that shock, like it had four slots for these finger bones, and you know that putting these in is going to give you enough of a bonus to at least give you a fighting chance of hacking the most intense computer you've ever come across. Uh, there's some more things in this little uh, locker, though. There is a gun. I told you that. Uh, and... I'm just going to tell you what it is because okay, you're going to hit the check at some point. It's known as a Merciful Venomous Paragon semi-automatic pistol with 16 small arm rounds. And oh. uh, we'll, we'll kick it to David in a second to talk about what that gun does. But in addition to that, there are three doses of Tier 3 sedatives. Oh, you have to imagine they're using that on these Cernox probably if they need to come in here and get stuff. Uh, tier three is no joke. Three doses of spray flesh. Mm. And uh, each of the Cernox had uh, an atmosphere collar on them that provides similar uh, protection to the environmental protections uh, that your armor has. Um, you'd have to alter it uh, if you wanted to with an engineering check. Actually, Friss, you look at that thing and you're like, hmm. I might be able to turn that into something else if I uh, nail an engineering check. Maybe turn it into some sort of uh, armor upgrade. Oh. Okay. Can I try to do that now? Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, I'm using, by the way, dice I bought today. I'm up here in Massachusetts. Got a Darkwater Games. It was in there. They're very nice. Did not get recognized. Did not really expect to, but anyway, nice store. Uh, that is a 38. 38. Uh, you're able to, with a couple twists and turns like a Rubik's Cube, uh, turn that collar into an armor upgrade that will act as a gray force field. Oh. Nice. David, tell them, about the, tell them what they've won with the gray, gray force field. Gray force field. So armor upgrade. You obviously need a slot for that. Uh, but it gets you 20 uh, temp HP and as fast healing five. So you get that 20 Whoa. buffer and then every round five back. No fortification. This is one tier below where the fortification starts kicking into these force fields. But that is still uh, pretty... Badass, and in fact, that has a street value of I don't know where it went, but forty thousand credits. Forty thousand is somewhere between a white and a green. Oh, here we go. Forty thousand credits. Thank you, Matthew. That is correct. Wow. I thought you were yeah, making that up. Matthew I thought you were making that up. Yesterday. This will require so large. I thought you were it making did. it up. That's all Matthew reads require- at the beach. <laughs> yeah, I, that's that's where I read my my core rule books on the beach because uh, they too can be beach read. No, no, no. no, no. You Sand know what, Matthew? Pages. They're not. And you know how I know? Because you've never, ever, once read a core rule book on it. You're, full, you're so you're lying, and everyone knows it. Well, that's because uh, I don't go to the beach anymore. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I, I burn. I'm, I'm losing my hair, and my 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 scalp burns. And uh, and we only sell trucker hats. So. We only sell trucker hats. <laughs> I did bring this up recently. I was like, is there any chance we'll sell some a baseball hat that's not a trucker hat so that I can use it to protect me from the rays of the sun? What the hell is a trucker hat? Like, does it have a hole in it? We'll discuss this yes. at lunch. Uh, I have three non-trucker holes, hats being sent to me this week for me to yes. say no to. Uh yeah, so this is pretty sweet. 20 uh, temporary hit points and fast healing 5, but you don't get that fortification. So I don't know if people have slots open on their armor or slots two. they'd want to exchange. Two slots. Just two slots. It takes up two slots. Ah, two slots. Ooh. And there are two of these collars that Frisk was able to maneuver. So I, I'm not sure what you have in your armor there, Ellie, but this is phenomenal. Yeah, I don't have two slots. I mean, then I have to give up my jetpack and Mm. other stuff. I I I mean, I might. Um, (laughs) was that Callum? Huh? What? (laughs) Is that a necklace? I don't even know what you said. That looks cool. Hot topic. So, uh, David, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just want to be clear on the fast healing property. The main thing about the fast healing property is basically you, if you go to zero, you will not have to spend resolve ever, you, right? No, You'll sorry. just come back. Well, no, I think the, it's at the force field that's fast healing. Yeah. Is that, at the, is that right? Oh, at the, oh, the your, force field reimburses with its own. At, uh, yeah, it regenerates. End of your turn. Like, yeah. End of your turn, the force field goes back up until it Got hits it. 25 per turn, which is still awesome. It's like Halo. Yes. 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 <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, it's it's like Call of Duty. <clears throat> yeah. You can't get shot too many times in a row. But other than that, you'll heal up. <clears throat> well, we we're trying to think about who wants those two, or or if nobody wants them, we'll just throw it out the airlock. Uh, tell us about this gun, David, because it Ooh. sounds pretty yeah. cool. If you thought those 40,000 credit force fields were nice, uh, this is a 45,000 credit gun before the fusions. So this is a gun with two separate weapon fusions on it. So this is a semi-auto pistol Paragon, which is the highest level of semi-auto pistols. If you recall, you just picked up five of those semi-auto tactical pistols recently. So those... um, those are crap oh, sorry. compared to this. Th- those Garbage. are the elite. I believe the elite, right? A couple of you are walking around with those. Those are three d six. This is four d six damage. Oh. Uh, similar small arm piercing damage. However, two fusions. Fusion number one, venomous. Venomous once per day. You can have the weapon basically turn into the injection property. So similar to what Friss is kind of doing with his injection gun. There's a swift action. You can. I believe it's a swift swift action. Uh, shoot projectile to inject something so that could be handy the other fusion is merciful and merciful basically allows you to turn on uh stun so turn your bullets into non-lethal damage if you need to subdue anyone oh very cool pretty sweet there's only one of them uh but uh think about who wants it Um, I think Callum mage hands the gun towards Friss and everybody else because notoriously Sydney the player is a terrible shot. I don't know why I always roll bad on guns. So, and you have a plus three to hit. And I have a plus three to hit. You think I would do better? Uh, I do want one of the collars though. So if anybody wants to roll, I will roll for a collar. I have have to two two collar rollers. I have to give up my jump jets, but I think it would be worth it. I have two slots open. Anybody else in for the callers, or are we just giving them away? I mean, I'm interested in the money, but then I'm like, it's the end of the world coming, so we're Mm. not going to be able to play on that money anyway. Also, you only get, like, what, 10% of the value when you sell it? Right. Right. I was thinking I would just, like, go to a Western saloon and just drop the gun on the poker table and be like, buy me a house if I win, you know? I've seen too many westerns. <laughs> yeah, so, so tropey. If, if I win, <laughs> win buddy. So, so tropey to walk into a saloon. Just like in Fistful of Dollars. That's right. what each character says. I see that story like the color of money. God, it's the same Buy every time. Walk up to the pool table. Buy me a house. If, if I win, if I win, if I win this one, you owe me. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, sorry, Mia House. <laughs> that is terrifying. Oh, oh lights on my right, Chris, yeah, and Callum, get the collars. There you go, Tex. Uh, who wants that gun, if anyone? I would like the gun. Yeah, uh, it saves you having to... Uh, Use that swift action to do what you like to do. Um, do you get uh, any other bonuses from being a biohacker, or is this like a free biohacker class if someone else got it? I don't think like it gives you. Uh, you could load it up with uh, like if you like the sedative, like you could put it into the gun, mm-hmm. and that could you could use that for the injection with the injection property. But otherwise. Um, yeah, for me, like I would be able to use my biohacker stuff with that gun once per day. So, 
Okay. Great. Uh, so here's sorry. the situation. Yeah, good. Could you just repeat the caller name one more time? I'm go- I'm googling. Gray Force Field Armor Upgrade. Thank you. Here's the situation. You have cleared out all the rooms as far as you can tell. This Ultranaut is in the middle, 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 the middle of a battle with the uh, defense system from the controller moon uh, as the uh, the gateway to the stellar degenerator is open. There's a lot going on, but there's no reason to think that there isn't security around. So you're really in a tough position here. You want to hack that computer. You hope that you have the means to do it. You really don't know where the hell else to go at this point. So what do you want to do? I also need to rest. We I also have, have to rest. No spells. Yeah, long rest, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the conversation we had last week. So I still don't... I mean, that's the thing. Are we allowed to take a full night's rest? Because that's what we were. that was our plan. We were going to clear out the vampire room and then take a long night's rest. However, uh, not to shit on my own team, but like... Story-wise, aren't we in a huge... Like, the end of the world is coming, and we're taking a little nap? I think We can like, do whatever we want, Eleanor. It okay, is cool. a world of imagination. But also, and like, we can as do magic whatever users, we want. And, if, yeah. and you're right, there might be severe consequences to that rest. But I'm willing to take the chances. Of, like, not going in with any spells... No, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, it's a trade-off. Yeah. I think it's not like we're going to sleep. Like, as magic users, you know, we're doing things to, like, prepare the magic, but we're I'm out of magic, so I'm useless. Whatever. Yeah, like, and Dax yeah. is going to be looking out and wake everybody up if there's a trouble comes, you know. Yeah. Wait, does Dax have to sleep? Do you have to sleep? I would assume so. Oh, uh, I, okay. But I mean, like, I would assume he would, you know, maybe he's fatigued or something like that, but, like, uh, mechanically. But he doesn't need to rest in order to... Uh, get back abilities or anything like that yeah. but just just resolve though I yeah i mean mechanically in, in that case mechanically i could really use a long night's rest because i'm down five res- i only have five resolve points left and 21 hit points left <laughs> so i could use some sleep so maybe I mean, maybe could like dax and friss and callum do like a a watch mm. callum needs to rest callum's a magic I, user yeah. It's like the way Joe just volunteered half the team. <laughs> <laughs> well, Callum was the one who... First of all, Callum has a lot of spells left. And secondly, Callum was like offered to do the watch last. Maybe Frisayun, Callum, Kreska, and Linnea could do the watch. <laughs> and I'll get some... Zs. Hold on, let me R&R. see how many... I was, on a, I was on an old character sheet, and I was like, I have full health. I don't. Um, but my health is okay. My resolve is okay. I have... Um, <clears throat> I have some spells. <laughs> All right, it's fine. It's fine. Just rest. It's fine. The, Where do you want to rest? How do you want to do this? Well, here's the real question. Do we want to try to hack the computer and maybe get some intel about what, what's going on on the ship and then rest? Or do we want to rest and then hack the computer? I think that feels like the debate we have to have. Mm. Maybe I, say we, I say we systems. hack the computer and then rest because not only could it possibly do damage to us now that we could rest off, but also like... We might be able to lock doors here and stuff like that through the computer if we get access. Great. Okay. All right. Uh, place yourselves on the map then uh, in the direction of that security uh, console room. Assuming you're all in there. I don't know if some are standing watch or if you're all going to go in there and close the door behind you. Well, I would say just uh, stay out of the room unless you have to, unless like you're aiding on the check. Yeah, just to be I'm going to stay in. I'm gonna exactly. I'm I'm worried it's gonna be another trap. So Linnea will be yeah. outside. Same with Callum. 
Okay, Friss, you have all four of the uh, keys in your possession. You're able to slot each of them into the four openings underneath the interface. This really makes me want to play some Android Netrunner, and I'll yeah. never play it again. Uh. Why don't we bring that to Dragon Con? That'd be fun. We're not going to the con. Let's play that in the hotel. Bring it. Oh, dude, I would love to. I've brought it multiple times. Nobody ever plays with me. Most of I, all, you. I've been like, out I, some... I gotta write. I gotta write. I'm going to a brewery. Then I come back. Every time like, do you want to play? What are you talking about? You want to play a game in the hotel room? You're like, yeah, 100%. I'm going to go do a two-hour breakfast, and then I'm going to walk to a brewery, and I'll be back in 10 minutes. That doesn't make any sense. I've been pricing out some commander decks for Magic the Gathering. Ooh, Matthew, you nerd. You're such a loser. I'm you Wedge your pale white skin. Right, Nothing's it's worse than being like, hey, I'm, so I've been reading a lot about commander decks and magic, and it seems really cool. Does anyone want to play with me? And eight people are like, no, nah, man. <laughs> no. Such a no. shitty feeling. Welcome to my time as a middle schooler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it felt like. <laughs> Welcome to my life. No one ever wants to play poker. Like, I have, I've offered so many times. No because you're always throwing to- guns on the table. <laughs> You're always like demanding me that everyone house. purchase you houses. Yeah, I'll play poker with you, Ellie, but you owe me a house if I win. <laughs> Ooh. But only if she wins. Only if I win. That's fair. All right. Uh, two of you can assist. And you also remember that this uh, computer has a biometric lock. Uh, so you used the. Uh, the woman, uh, the pale stranger that was in there, you used her hand in order to uh, aid you in the check. Uh, okay. Seiyun will automatically aid the good doctor with a plus 22 in computers. <laughs> oh, another thing you might want to do during uh, your arrest that you're planning on take- taking is uh, chatting with Seiyun. Yes, really, yeah. keep really forgetting. Picked her of all the action. Yeah, you just kind of threw her into it. But you know what? She's trained to do this. She's built to do this. She's a killing machine. Or is she? You never asked. You just yeah. made her kill. Yeah. Uh, oh. Who's going to aid besides Seiyun? One more of you, Ellie. Do you want to aid? Dax, Dax is there and attempts to, but is unable to. He can't, can't <sighs> figure this out. He doesn't know what he's Slings. looking at. The keys uh. will give you a plus 16 to your check, and then you'll get an additional plus 2 from Seiyun. Okay. Do you get plus four per key? Is that the is that how it works? Yes. That's cool. So we could have um, tried earlier. Yeah, and there's a bonus uh, from uh, the hand of the Pale Stranger as well. Uh, but you yeah. still know this is a very, very hard check. And Friss actually, he, he takes the hand. He actually takes the hand. Like, he takes his laser scalpel like severs the hand and like thump flops it onto the scanner to unlock it. All right, here we go. Tries to insert the finger bones, gets the assistance, tries to log in. Uh, that is a 52. <sighs> no. What? Suddenly. Oh, come on with your lying ways. <laughs> so, so stupidly close. Uh, unfortunately, uh, everyone what? in the room roll a fortitude save. Oh. Are you serious? What? Wait, 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 52? 52? So I guess you really couldn't try it with three. 
<laughs> I will wow. say, I, I, you know, I'm going to go as far as to tell you this. Had Joe aided, you would have made the check. <sighs> yeah, I, I rolled a natural three. I, I want to know, know what everyone else's computer score is besides Joe. I want to know why Joe <laughs> went ahead and rolled on that when he's failed every computer aid he's ever rolled. I That's not true at all. I succeed almost every one. I just, I rolled really poorly. What's your bonus? Plus four. What's your bonus, Sid? Plus three. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you got to give Sydney the non-Joe penalty, the non-Joe buff. Don't pit us against each other. Just Don't because she's it. not Joe rolling, she has uh, that's an yeah. average of five but more. Six, it's an average 52. of a plus five, right? But I feel like fifty-two must be the highest number we've ever had in this Skid, game. What did you? Yeah, Skid, yeah. What did you roll? What was your natty? I rolled an eleven on the die. Oh. Okay. Wow, touch of law. Oh. All right, so who is in the room? It's just Seiyun and Dax and Friss? Yeah. Okay, what did you guys roll on your fortitude saves? Uh, 17 for Friss. 19 Dax. for Dax. Seiyun? Natural 19 for a 23. Okay, so you all fail. And you all take 46 points of damage. In addition, uh, Friss and actually, yeah, Friss, your device that you're using to hack in uh, gets a virus into it, which imposes a minus five penalty on the next check to have. Oh my god. god. Oh my god. Yeah, it is legit the hardest computer and you were so close. I don't think it's going to be nearly impossible for me to make another check. If I have a minus five, like, yeah, I'd have to roll, I'd have to roll I think an 18 on the die to get it. Maybe a little less, but here's the thing. One thing is you need both people to aid you for sure. Right. You need, does anybody have a spell or something they can use to boost Friss's situation? Is any subsequent uh, check a minus five or is it just Friss's subsequent check at a minus five because of his virus? Uh, like can say Yun make a check. can say Yun make a check at a plus because I'd be at a plus yeah you, because it was his his implement that got the virus. Yeah. Michonne would have her own implement. Uh, how say different Yun. are we, Skid? We say are. Yun, sorry, we are. I'm at 22. What are you at? Uh, I'm 23. Okay, so I'd be four points higher than you if I made the check. So that's adjusting, but it's still a high roll. I like this story wise. Say Yun being like, hold on. Uh, uh, wait, hold on. Let me. Forty-six check. points of damage. Uh, David oh. had a cough there. I noticed you were coughing, David. I was coughing about bottle caps. Uh, that's another little fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. using bottle cap is not. I mean, just to, to get a natural eighteen—that is such a. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw, uh, wait, hold I can on. Throw my bottle cap. Yeah, but it's a waste of a bottle cap. I think, unless this is literally life or death. I only like, have to get. A, it, I only have to get a fourteen. So does um, charisma or okay, perception... Okay, so then the bottle cap would be worth it. Does charisma or perception help Friss at all? If I gave you any boons to charisma or perception, does that help no. you with that? No, no? It, okay. uh, no it, it would have to be to my... How about, how about a chief well, what's mate? What computers use? Intelligence? Yep. Mm-hmm. How, about a, how about a chief mate? A chief mate... Uh, dance? Encourage, a good dance? Encouragement. <laughs> A dance. A luau. <laughs> a dance. Uh, a little performance. Another, I, uh, I, can, <laughs> I can do some cartwheels. Oh no, the hula dancer took 52 points of damage. <laughs> well, uh, the, the stay on plan isn't terrible if you get two aids. 
I'm gonna is there yeah that's not terrible at all is there and one's guaranteed mm-hmm. is there a nobody has a spell that buffs intelligence at all correct oh. okay um, I could how how uh Here's a question. Does it, uh, would it help if I, if Kreska walked in and beat on the computer with a Dashko? That might, <laughs> you'd be surprised, but that's probably going to give the opposite of the result you're looking for. <laughs> Files are in the computer? I will throw on my bottle cap on this roll, uh, Seiyun, so. For Seiyun's roll on, or for Dax's aid? Do it, Dax's aid. <laughs> I'm going to aid. We're having a good aiding. time. No, no, no. I don't think you can. You said Wait. only two can aid, right, Troy? Or can more come in the room? Two can aid. Oh, okay. Uh, I also want to take a 10-minute rest before we me, try again. Me too. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Dr. Byrne, another John. So Yun will ask Dr. Friss what he saw in the system to try to avoid any pitfalls or, like, uh, backdoor stuff that might stop her from achieving her goals. It was one of It's a Cobra security code. I missed it. It's like a rookie mistake, Juba. I don't know. Uh-huh. I I don't know why, Doctor, but this seems familiar to me. Uh, please, I insist. Succeed. Uh, well, I failed. Cobra, you say? Cobra. I didn't see it before, but now that I look, I still don't understand it. Oh, oh, oh I rolled the exact God same number. God, I should have rolled the exact same <laughs> fresh <laughs> number. It's Why did we uh, let him do it again? I don't know. <laughs> There's no one else to do it. About this. I said I could do it. Yeah. 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 You yeah. have this whole idea that she wasn't in the room before, so she can't come in now. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. I just meant, I just meant we couldn't away. add you on to it. <laughs> I, I wasn't thinking about it correctly. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my oh, I loved God. watching that fall apart. Who, uh, who else was going to be the other aide? Friss. Friss is going to try. Yeah, I do it automatically. And Friss automatically is. All right, so you've got uh, a plus 16, plus 2, so plus 18. Do I get anything from the hand, or you're modifying your end? I'm adjusting that on my end, yeah. Okay. I roll twice. What do you need? Take the better. Don't worry about it, Joe. Just see what happens, man. You've done enough, Joe. Uh-oh, I don't think you liked the first roll. It looked like you liked the second one either. Forty-six, <laughs> but then a fifty-six. Oh! Ooh. Find out after this word from our sponsor. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's right. You're in. Yes. Say yes. on you, Jess. You step up. You look at Dax. Damn fool! And you. And you are into this system. This is a tier 10 computer. Tier 10. Oh, man. Someone took away my bottle cap. I was having fun moving around the map. That was incredible work, Seiyun. I've never seen anyone move that fast in a system. Thank you. Thank you, Dax. I've never seen a computer with this many gigabytes of RAM. That's random <laughs> excess memory, and I have trouble accessing my own RAM. <laughs> yeah, Chris is actually looking at her and just thinking about who this person actually is. Like, this is something that he thinks Meishan probably would not have been able to accomplish, but he's just like, he's blown away by, like, what she must be capable of. 
watching this happen, especially when yeah. you just fucked up so bad. I think you see like magical glyphs and runes come out of her as well as a technomancer thing with no mechanical benefit, but just as part of the flavor of the class as well, which enhances and, everything. And this is the first time it occurs to Dax. He has a similar feeling to Friss. He's never seen anything like this from Meishun, and he this is probably the first time that it occurs to him that it isn't that may that Seiyun isn't like a differently named clone, you know, that like mm-hmm. it's because it, to Dax, he's not looking that deep. He's looking skin deep, literally, you know, so it's like, oh, they look the same. They, they move the same. They talk sort of similar. So that's it. Uh, but now this is the first time seeing the way she worked. He's like, oh, wait a minute. This might be a different entity. Yeah. Entity. As if it's yeah. a different, it's like it's a god. Yes. Yeah. Callum S- leans to Linnea outside the room and he goes, I'm confused. Are Meishan and Seiyun sisters? What am I missing? See, Callum, I, I, oh, I frankly don't know. Maybe twins. Identical Wait, twins. I've, I've heard about that before. That's why they were confused. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. But she's smart. But, well, smart. yeah, clearly, clearly, the new, the new one, the one twin is the better one, obviously, because yeah. <laughs> I heard yeah. that. <laughs> it's mission two point oh. Now that you've accessed the security console, you have access to a ton of information about the layout of the ship, as well as. Some other things. Um, what do you want to know? You want to just learn some basics about the ship? Yeah. Start there and then okay. move on. All right. Well, the Empire. <laughs> know everything that's in the computer system. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just tell us everything that he's. <laughs> she sees. Uh, the Empire of Bones, as the ship is known, is a unique ultranaut. It's a massive warship larger than battleships, carriers, and dreadnoughts. It's one of the flagships of the corpse fleet, and it leads its own armada of vessels, which you've seen and which you pass through to even get on here. Um, if I can direct you to roll 20 for a second, this is uh, sort of... This is just going to be interesting, I think, for you. This is the stats of the ship. Whoa, Whoa, my Whoa. goodness. It's a lot Whoa. of text. Look at its H pizzle. Blackwind Annihilator. Wow. Yeah, yeah but is... you know what? It is a bit clumsy in its turn radius. Trash <laughs> 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 it. Always the pessimist. <laughs> yeah, it has got... 150, 151 crew. Wow. Wow. This is a huge ship. Yeah, I think we were... 35 cargo. We were asking how big the ship was before because we were like, can it crash into stuff? This is a huge ship. Yeah. Sorry, I completely misstated that. It's like 700 crew. No, way more than that. Way more than that. Every every station has... Exactly, every station has a lot of... Yeah, the gunners... There are 1,500 people working the guns alone. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, I've never seen stats like this. The town of Telluride is operating each of them. (laughs) How is is Troy gonna play this? (laughs) Yeah, I know, I know. Well, at least we know he's not gonna have to run this ship in Starship Combat. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 
Yeah, so there's a there's a lot going on here. I think it's important for you to see this because you get a real sense of the scope of the ship. I can say it's really big. I can compare it to a uh, you know a star destroyer, but seeing this gives you an idea of the mechanical implications of a ship this size. Did you guys um, did you guys see the slime patch system? Now that's a funny oxygen little Whoa. detail that it has like some sort of <laughs> necrotic networking system throughout there. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, luckily for us, there's many little nooks we can hide in if it's this big mm. for our rest. Now you know that you from this terminal in this particular one hangar out of however many hangars they have here, you can't access any of the ship's main systems. Um, what is your goal here? Uh, hold on, I just want to say one more thing mechanically. The captain, the engineer, the pilot, and the science officer are all level twenty characters. Yep. <laughs> oh, that is, well, they have twenty. They have twenty ranks in their key their key skill. You have to be. You have but to. Doesn't be. that? Doesn't that? Isn't that like a compiled score? It's not just one person having that, isn't that just? It's a value for the ship based on like the systems and the people manning it, not just one person. No, the the bonus is plus thirty four, for example, for the engineer. But it says in parentheses twenty ranks, like how many rank points? Yeah, to but me, I'm trying to remember, like for the for the big capital ships, I think there's some system. It's like it's not just that doesn't measure like oh, one okay. person's skill. I think. I think. Okay, yeah, I think I gotcha. David can maybe that's yeah, yeah. I, th- well, I think that's right. Yeah, but the, the the point being is you're you're dealing with high level shit. <laughs> yes. So um, the goal yeah, is what do you to find in? a route to commandeering this ship. Okay. And How do you take control of the ship? Shutting down anything that would prevent us from doing that uh, that task. If there's anything that is in between us and commandeering the ship, piloting it. We want to lock that off somehow or circumvent it. Okay. Um. So, though crews throughout the ship are required for the vessel to function, all orders come from the command and the control decks. Now, while it might be possible to remotely hack some of those stations to control a single thruster or one sensor array operating the entire ship, which is ultimately what you want to do to fly it into the generator, uh, requires taking control of the bridge and cyber control and they're both located in the command section which is several decks above where you are right now it appears that the command link from cyber control governs both the sensors and the engineering crews which would function as the engineer and science officer role were you to take it over a different related system on the bridge governs the gunnery and navigational crews functioning as the pilot and gunnery rules were you to take it over. And controlling both the command link and the bridge systems, uh, once you gain control of both of those things, it allows an individual to then act as the captain of the ship. And you said the bridge and cyber control were in the command deck or the control deck? I'm sorry, I didn't follow. Uh, they're both in the uh, the d- 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 command section. Okay. Yeah. 
and you reach the command section. There's basically, on a ship the size of the Empire of Bones, there are hundreds of ways to get from one section of the ship to the, to the other. However, the fastest and safest route from the primary launch and recovery decks, where you are now, uh, to the command and control decks, is travel via a grav train. And you see there are several grav train stations in the area, and there's one nearby uh, here and also nearby the command section. So you could take a grav train from here straight to the command section, Um, and the nearest station is about five to ten minutes away. Do we get the sense that we need to take over – like, so if we want to gain control of the ship to ram it into the stellar degenerator, for example, as a plan Mm – do, you, do we get the sense that we would need to have control of all of those systems, or could we just take over the piloting system, and or do Not we right. need to also also have control of the engineering systems? You know, you, without knowing what situation the uh, the Empire of Bones is in by the time you get there, are they still fighting the defense systems? Do they have fifty people uh, on the bridge? Like it's going to be hard to tell what you're actually going to have to take control of. Um, I, how many my people you're going to have to get out of the way? My first thought, Matthew, was right along those lines. It's like, what's the minimum we can do to accomplish the mission? And if it was like, it doesn't matter what the captain says. If we're the pilot and we're the gunners, we can just unload the ship's complete complement of weaponry into the stellar generator and then fly the thing into it. But it's possible that there's fail safes where the captain can just cut off the pilot's ability to fly or where the engineers can just shut down the engines so we can't fly so like i my guess is we need every system before we'll be able to do what we want with the ship you also see uh, a list of some of the uh names of the higher-ups and their station Mm -hmm. um the commander of the ship is someone by the name of admiral saravox um (laughs) looks like they command the entire armada uh, for which the Empire of Bones is the flagship. So not only this ship, but every other <laughs> ship. Um, and while they have the power to issue... Uh, no, they... Yeah. Oh, yeah. While they have the power to issue commands to any crew on board, it seems they rarely get involved in the ship's day-to-day operations. Uh, someone by the name of Captain Gurdon Schall is the actual captain of the ship. Uh, and the uh, direct superior to the... Uh, the officer that was stationed here that you murdered in cold blood. Uh, the records about both of these senior officers, Saravox and Gurdnashal, are limited, but with the info you have, you could roll to see what kind of undead they are. Um, you also note that Captain Nashal's records include a footnote mentioning something called Project Tombstone that seems to have been added by the security officer here and is only on this particular security terminal. Hmm. And remember, pictures of you are still on the screens throughout this room. Video and pictures of you. So, Can we remove those while we're in the system? Um, yeah, so Seiyun, you're still looking, searching through the logs of the the most recent security video and photos on the terminal, it's clear that at some point, the security officer stationed here, named Malakar, realized that there were intruders in Hangar Country. This area is called Hangar Country. And (laughs) periodically spotted you as you were walking about exploring the other rooms. 
but the log notes that Malachar chose not to activate any alarms and didn't report the invasion to her superiors in the command section, and that this is all part of this Project Tombstone. Didn't you tell us that in an earlier episode that she decided not to do that? That sounds familiar to me. She said she was watching you. I can't remember if she tipped her hand as to say... I didn't tell anyone about you yet because I don't know what I'm going to do with you. Um, mm-hmm. But you now know that she saw you, didn't report you, and this has something to do with Project Tombstone, which seems to be something she was working on. Is that can can we see if there's details of Project Tombstone? Sure. Um, you look through, and sure enough, just on this terminal, you find folders about Project Tombstone. Um, it's in the main security logs. Uh, no, excuse me. There's nothing about it in the main security logs. In Malakar's personal folders on the drive, separate from the day-to-day operations, you find information about Project Tombstone. And a quick glance through those files uh, reveal that this commander in this station was working towards some kind of mutiny. And there are extensive notes on how even a minor threat to the Empire Bones could potentially be used to eliminate or at least embarrass, and it's written here in quotes, inappropriate members of the command staff, which would include Admiral Saravox, Captain Gerdnashal, and several other commanders on the same level as Malachar. So she was working on something that could be used to eliminate or embarrass the higher-ups and people in her station. And then also in the Project Tombstone files are notes on a pair of computer viruses that Malachar had introduced into the security computers across the entire Empire of Bones. And it looks like she'd been working on this for a long time. Because, Friss, you would know a ship of this size, if you guys said, let's put a virus in, by the time it actually took any effect, it would be years or months for something uh, to get through. So this looks like something she had been working on for a long, long time. There's two viruses. One is named Wraith 2.0. <laughs> and it basically is a virus that uh, prevents the security cameras and security robots on the ship from seeing or recording any mm. creature that has entered into the virus's memory. It appears that Malakar planned to use this to aid in her escape from the vessel in case her plans went south. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> useful. The Dude. Nedry. The Nedry I was defense. just going to say it's Nedry. I was just uh-uh. going to say exactly that, uh-uh. Skip. Uh-uh. You didn't uh-uh. say the secret word. You didn't say uh-uh. the magic uh-uh. word. Yeah, so you, you know that you could, you could use this to add your own images that have already been taken into Wraith 2.0's memory, causing the ship's security to ignore them. That would allow you to access secure areas um, and at least not allow robots and cameras to react to you. Beautiful. The second virus is called Tomb Robber, and this program is capable of creating false security alerts anywhere on the ship, and can also include in these alerts the false security footage of anything in Wraith 2.0's memory. So, Friss, you're, 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 you're parsing all this out. You realize with an easy hack, you think you could take control of Tomb Robber, allowing you to activate it from anywhere on the Empire of Bones, even using your personal comm unit or data pad or a, a device that you find on the ship. So if you needed to, for example, rest, 
You could use Tomb Robber with the uh, images of you that are implanted into Wraith 2.0's memory to draw enough attention away from your true location, allowing you to confidently hole up in an unused room like a security closet or a maintenance tunnel as long as you don't throw a party and make a bunch of noise. Um, Here's the catch, though. Each use of the Tomb Robber requires you to use the security keys that you found. So you have a finite number of times you can rest safely using this. And you don't know if it's one key to activate Tomb Robber, two keys, or all four keys. But the long and short of this is you have a finite number of times that you can rest for the remainder of the adventure. And it's based on a die roll from me. So that's period. We can't just rest. No. But dude, but they didn't send up that we're even here. You know that without going through these protocols, there'll be security on you in no time. Those robots will be able to track you down. Question. If if we had a bottle cap, would we be able to use that bottle cap on you to roll twice to take the higher number? Lower. Or lower number. I mean the lower... Yes, number. I'd let you do it the to the higher number, number but not the lower. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but like the higher number. No, the answer is no. Okay. The answer is no. Yeah, he doesn't let us do it. It's no fun. And we don't have a bottle cap anyway. No, but I was thinking I have some tricks I could get a bottle cap. No, I'm, I don't have anything. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> You've been holding back on some real good witty banter to like earn a bottle <laughs> exactly. cap. Exactly. No, I mean, no one has commented yet on my Swedish shirt. So I was thinking maybe that could be nice fun. Nice kits. I was going to say very nice kit there. You yep. think that's bottle cap worthy shirt? Yes, I think so. I do. Yeah. I think so. I, okay, how about one? this? How about this? I met Peter Fors- Forsberg last week. You met him? You like, met well, him? He he took a walk and I you said hi. You saw him from I know you were screaming on him. This yeah, is the I, coolest thing. Ellie sent me like secretive footage of Peter Forsberg going for a jog. You creep! You absolute creep! <laughs> well, but then I then I ran into him later with while I was walking with the, my baby, and uh-huh. I was like, I'm like, can I bother him? And like, can you kiss my child? But then I was like, no, I, I I'm gonna let it, leave him alone. But uh, no, nah, he's he's really is he's in great shape. You're, you're creeping on Forsberg just like Commander Malakar was creeping on us. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I is he really I, that famous there? I bet you a, a lot of NHL players could walk down the street in New York City and nobody would know who they are. Like, is he is he really famous there? Uh, yeah. I mean, he's we have, what, like four people in Sweden who are famous, like, and he's one of them. So, yeah, yeah. So I think, no, nah, he's famous, but like Swedes are also, we never bother celebrities. So he can also walk down the street and everyone's going to pretend that they didn't see him. And yeah. then film him from afar. <laughs> Drafted <laughs> by the Flyers, played for the Nordiques and the yep. Avalanche. He was in the Eric Lindros, in Lindros trade. Yeah. 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 Was, I just remember him from the Avalanche player. all those years. He's my favorite living athlete. There's Peter also. Forsberg? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, he, was, uh, he was phenomenal. There, do you guys oh, yeah. know the Sundin twins? Like the. Yeah, the, Matt, Matt Sundin. And, uh, yeah. I, if we well, weren't so streaming, was, I'd tell you what I really thought of them. Well, but there, there is a commercial. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I can't even tell you what they call them in Boston. Oh, no. But there's a com- commercial for Carlsberg where they're like, it's like a bachelor party and, and there's a bunch of American dudes being like, yeah, we're getting Swedish twins to our party. And like, oh, really? Swedish twins? And then it's the two of them who arrives and it's like, hello. Nice. <laughs> hello. Yes. They are awful. 
<laughs> Such so, little. Ugh, so what do they call? Punts. What do they call? <laughs> I'll tell you after the stream. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get shut down. Uh, oh no. So yeah, a lot of information here. And actually, you can see... I'm going to show you this, too, because I think this is pretty cool here. This is a a very very thorough map uh, from afar. Wait, do I even have it on here? Oh, Uh -oh. shit. I guess I didn't put it on here. Well, too bad. You don't get to to see this very thorough map that your life depends on. So uh, I, I was going to show it to you for a second. Well, I'll show you next week. So I guess that's a no. That's a no on the bottle cap for the hockey story. Then. It is, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is, especially because you get you a bottle cap from me, though. Thank you for sending that secretive video. You <laughs> should have thrill you. for me. You should have looked up earlier a Bruin, any Bruin that was that was <laughs> might have been passing through Sweden and just made up, you know, that they were there. You would have gotten a bottle cap. From they, were, they were there to murder the Sedin twins. Right, exactly. I yeah. saw a Bruin assassinate Sundin Twist. <laughs> I, be like, bottle cap. <laughs> I was in love with a guy, I think, who played in Bruins for a while. But, I mean, like, he went to my... In my anyway, it doesn't matter. I'll look it up later. And I don't want to say his name. If you were from Finland and you saw Tuka Rask, then we could talk. I'd give you all the <laughs> bottle caps I had. I right. know you're from Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> Rough break. Uh, yeah. uh, I, I'll get a map. I wanted to show a map to you, but um, the one I have ready has too much information. But uh, the the point is, is that like there are all these decks all over the ship, and the grav train allows you to like you can go around, you can zip zip, you can take straight routes all the way up. It's pretty sweet. Like this thing goes sideways, forwards, backwards, and that's how you get around. It reminds me of the the alien RPG thing that we played. Um, Mm-hmm. That Joe ran for New Game Who Dis, like that train, but it's it's it, I, it might be a bigger ship than that because this train goes all over. Love it. All right, so let's talk about order of operations. I think mm. that's sort of the issue, which is like, wh- what do we think is the the priority order of taking over systems? Uh, if that's a thing. Now, he said command deck. Is everything on the command deck but engineering? Like, is that is that, or is engineering also on the command deck? Um, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of different ways we could go. You know, just go to the captain first seems somewhat logical, but it's also like, what if we just got engineering and had control of the engines first? I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, then seems we have- like from there, we could just stall the ship and then do whatever we wanted for a while. Like, well, yeah. cyber control is both the engineer and the science officer, those roles. So we kind of kill two birds with one stone doing cyber control. Yeah, and it's control. all of their signals. Like, we can put out signals to the other ships that are like, everything's normal here, everything's normal here, yeah, continue the combat. That alone this is way. probably a reason yeah. to do that first, just to yes. keep any assistance from showing up. So Science and well, then engineering. Wait, so then and as you pointed question- out, Joe, this thing's maneuverability is uh, clumsy. It clumsy. My question is, I agree. I think that's a good idea, Joe. My question is, are we then going to try to activate the program to rest now and then, like, immediately wake up and just go do it? Like, Mm -hmm. that's the plan? That's the best plan, right? I think that's the best plan because we have no idea what we're going to see once we get to the command deck and we want to be, we want to have our spells intact. Hell yeah. 
I, but it's like we know more now. So I think like to the best of our ability, we can like I say we. I'm talking about the spellcasters. Like conserve, conserve, like where you can conserve because yep. we know we have limited rests for the rest of the time oh, speaking the, of spellcasters too there was no magic officer for the ship so if you have any ideas of where Callum would be most useful I'll just go with whoever when it comes yeah. to that but it's funny it's because like metagaming wise it was written before there right, was a magic have. officer <laughs> so like yeah. there should be one here you know like have, yeah. in our world there should be one here yeah, they the chief mate and the magic officer will certainly yeah. be helpful on a ship this size, but they don't have yeah. a dedicated one on ship. Or, yeah. We'll go but, somewhere. We'll but it seems like we can take over everything and achieve our mission by just going to the command deck and not the control deck. Is that correct? Yeah, they're, they're both in the same area. So, okay. Okay. yeah, don't, don't overthink the, the semantics of that. You just need to get to the... The, the upper decks there uh, and you see that there's a grav train five to ten minutes away that will take you as far as uh, as, as the the primary okay. command decks uh, the, the command the command and control decks they're all so stacked we, on top of each other so can we put all of our IDs in Wraith 2.0 and then run uh, the whatever I don't know if it was tomb no tombstone was the Tomb Robber. To- tomb Project, Robber. Project so then, Tombstone. I get it, I get it. So then do tomb, run Tomb Robber to pick like an innocuous sub deck that we're not on and just like do a security alert there and then rest in a hidden away place down here. Yeah. And then go five to ten minutes to the grav lift. Does that sound like a plan? Yep. Yeah. Cool. So rest, rest eight hours though, right? Yeah. 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 And there's also like when you got first got into the hangar where you fought that guy and you used the crane and everything like there are little side tunnels there. You feel like you could very easily find a little maintenance tunnel or a uh, a place to hide away if you don't want to stay in one of these rooms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't need bed rest right now. Like we're, we're not diseased. We could just just need to get some time to regather ourselves. So I think finding a maintenance tunnel or something. Here, go ahead and yeah. check out the uh, map. David was able to get something up here quick. Whoa! Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. so give you an Ooh. idea, oh and God. Grant, this will make more sense to you know about the command and control deck. So you you folks are way down here um, on the ship, and the command and, and control decks are like these three decks up top. Oh, so it's oh, so you can only get to the bottom of those three from the grav lift. Right. You get there, and then you gotta fight your way to the top. <laughs> Taking each system along the way. We should <laughs> describe it for folks listening. It looks like a floating, like, thigh or shoulder bone, like, going to the socket. Like, the, the main control of the ship is in this kind of lump at the front, and then it goes off into a longer appendage, and it's just covered almost teeth-like bone spikes all over. It looks like if the medical frigate from Empire Strikes Back was made out of bones. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> yes. it, looks, it looks like a dragon's head. Like a skeleton dragon head. It does. I thought it bone does. guitar. Bone oh, guitar, yeah. yeah. I can yeah. see that. Bone guitar. Dude, Jack has bone guitar, man. It, it's like, it looks exactly like this. Yeah. You know those guitars that are like double guitars? Two guitars, you know? <laughs> the map looks like it looks like it's a, if you like find a deck by deck map of a cruise ship like there's a cutaway of a cruise ship it's yeah, just yeah. There's, you're like how are there this many decks 
floating on the ocean at one time. <laughs> yeah. It's like some, yeah. Imagine it's, for where you guys are, you can like go up and over. They're like you can access the whole ship uh, from here, but you guys just need to go straight up. Also, the scale is two miles on there, so this thing looks like it's eight or ten miles long, six or eight miles long. About wow, wow, wow. it's like a small Incredible. city. Well, yeah, it's, it takes thousands of people just to crew it. Just to crew it. That's not even like families and stuff. Do they have families, the Axians? They did. Or do they leave all that behind them when they decide to take on a unlife? Well, remember that uh, it's mostly it's probably so these zombies, like the janitors that are basically being. Oh, like, wait. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Is that the crew? A bunch of plugged in. Yeah. Zombie. Yeah. Could be. Huh? Could be. They Hopefully. take care of a lot of the functions, um, but. Yeah, there is no... If you had scanned the ship for a living crew compliment, you wouldn't have found very much. Um, but yeah, so your plan is to, to hole up in a maintenance tunnel and everyone get rest. You feel pretty confident in uh, if, if Frisk can... Uh, just give me a computer's check to use Wraith 2.0. Okay. <laughs> Natural one. <gasps> no. That's Darkwater Games in Mashpee, Massachusetts. Can I lobby for the fact, story wise, May Shun kind of took over and not allowed Friss's natural one to happen? I know that's really <laughs> metagaming and in our benefit, but I feel like you just defaulted to asking Friss because he's been doing it like the whole show. Do you know what I mean? True. I'm just, I'm just trying to argue for something. She is the one that hacked the system. You yeah. know, Friss still has to remove the virus too, which you can do oh, with yeah. a no, so computer check. I wouldn't have check. made that check anyway. Yeah. I'd like to get this virus out. Uh, so go ahead, Grant, and, uh, and you use it because if you fail... If I fail, it's meant to be. Yeah. Here it comes. Uh, There's a 37. You're all right. Okay. And that is going to use up... Two security cards. Of how many? Four. What a dumb, dumb situation. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Brutal. Yeah. Well, you just can't cast spells. You have to not cast spells until... Linnea and Dax are dead. Then you can start casting spells. Yeah. Well, luckily, right. we're not likely to find anything dangerous on this capital yeah. ship. So, <laughs> right, should be okay. Well, and, well, with Wraith, we should be able to shut down the security systems. <laughs> now, here's the something robot, to think about: the robots, at least. You fought the battle with uh, the Marines down down on the controller moon. Then you came up here, defeated a Marine in a. Uh, in a ship, four robots, two worms, uh, three undead maroon things, two command. This was all without rest. Yeah, so you, and all yeah. with like not with just like casting spells, willy nilly. Yeah, so you did a lot, um, but yeah, this is the situation. You uh, your days are numbers, and you all know what the end of this looks like. So, how is this rest going? Knowing that you may only have so many sleeps left in your life. I, I, I gotta imagine people are interested to talk to Seiyun, but Seiyun's a little weird. She just hacked into something that Frisk couldn't hack into. Does anybody go talk to her? Are we in? Are did we find our like access tunnel to kind of? Yeah. Hide out are we in the supply closet? Yeah, so, you're, just, you're all in this tiny little closet. But Troy, you said Wraith 2.0, but you meant Tomb Robber, and yeah. 
And Ray 2.0, we don't need a role to put us in the system? No. Basically, once you got okay. access, you were able to take your images and put them in. And okay, then so we're, we're good on that. The hack. And now we're good to rest. Kreska? What? Are you asking if I'm okay? No, I'm saying you have a stranger in your crew. You need to figure out oh. what's going on here. Are we ready to... Are, am I allowed to roleplay now? Yes. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Papa, Papa, can we roleplay now? Can we roleplay? It will cost you one security key. Ah, not worth it. We'll never meet her. Not worth it. Not worth All right, it. let's we move on to the next tactical combat. All right, so next morning. Could we, could, could we have a fireplace at least, or like a, like a fire pit? No. Yeah, that's the best <laughs> way to not attract on attention ship. on a ship. <laughs> I just Start feel like fire. I just feel like we haven't had rocks. we haven't had a fire pit, a fire pit situation. Alan's dumping cleaning supplies. Like I thought it was a good idea. We should not. <laughs> <laughs> Jax pulls out his bone guitar, just starts <laughs> strumming, <laughs> finger picking. Sorry, Matthew. Go ahead with your role play. Well, now that we're <laughs> that was so demeaning. Sorry, Matthew. Go, go ahead, ahead with, with your, your role. Play. Have your little skit. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amazing. Squeezing into this access tunnel, Kreska will turn to Seyun. We haven't been properly introduced. And she'll go around and introduce all the members of the crew. And, and then she'll say, Who are you? We, you, I don't know if we explained this. It's been lost in the, the heat of battle, but we, we had a member of our crew that looked... Remarkably like you. Who am I is a excellent question, Captain, but since I've awoken, I've been asking myself more often, what am I? I look at myself in the mirror, and I don't see myself, if that makes any sense at all. The only thing I can seem to remember is green field in front of me and a ferris wheel and a man's voice calling me little star and as I awoke among the alarms on what I assume is your ship I heard of another great Power awakening. Something almost as powerful as the star itself. No, more powerful. I was drawn to it. Little star. If I might. Take my hand. And I will show you a little star. And Kreska is going to offer to do a mind link and kind of play the greatest mm. hits of Mei Shun. To kind of maybe offer some sort of context for some of these memories that Seiyun has. Oh, so sad. This is like the uh, end of season three of The Good Place. Spoilers. <laughs> so sad. Seiyun feels these memories course through her willing at first, but the more she sees I assume you cut out, you edit the sad parts out of this, particularly her awful death in an acid She opens bath. with the acid pool. Oh, no. I, I, I open with us pulling her acid-ravaged body from the from like pool. Ripping a bandage off, you just want to do it fast and have it done. It, it, it ended poorly, but there was some good stuff before then. Huh. 
No, I, I, I don't do that. I just show them the good stuff. <laughs> she, she, she does recoil eventually. She's, she's ready to see this at the beginning, but then say, Yun shakes and lets go of your hand in kind of a rush and uh, says, I, um, I have never had quite that kind of out of body experience before, and uh, being rather new to this one, it's a little uh, jarring, Captain. But no, thank you. It must be very unsettling, but I wanted you to understand. We trust you. Foolish as that might be, but you've proved yourself an ally in battle. And I wanted you to know that you are welcome among us. Thank you. Captain, I should be upfront about this. When I sleep at night, I hear nothing but the screams of a woman. It sounds as if she's being torn limb from limb. I, um, am able to sleep well enough to rejuvenate myself and regain my spells. But, um, I don't you know. We have, a, we have a medical doctor with us. He might be able to prescribe you something to help with that problem. Uh, oh, yes. D- Dr. Friss, was it? Hmm. I'm charmed. He's also a licensed psychotherapist, and he might be able to also help with the the whole out-of-body experience thing. This is true. This is not an ideal circumstance for true psychotherapy, but I can do my best. Well, let's um, finish the mission, and uh, I'm sure I'd love to look up your office hours, Doctor. My door's always open. So we're cramped in this supply closet. Yeah, <laughs> there's, one other, there's one other thing, Sayan. This may be a one-way trip. The stakes cannot be higher. The fate of all life in the universe, the very universe and its existence itself, are at stake here. We have all pledged our lives to the protection of that that universe, but you made no such promise. But here you are among us. And every time Meishan Seiyun blinks thinking about this, she sees just glimpses of the cult of the devourer, just like she doesn't know that's what it is, but she just sees like a limb being shredded, or like a vein, or like blood dripping off of a finger. But none of that is being communicated to any of you. It's just like every time she closes her eyes, she sees it. And then she's back in this regular reality. I think Kreska can also offer to give you like a catch up <laughs> via mind link to be like, yeah. okay, so lo- so like a little while back, we were at this sta- space station called Absalom Station. <laughs> this thing with the drift rock happened that sent us to this place. And then we went to this place. And then long story short, end all life in the universe. We want to stop that. Yeah, and at the end of the day, Seiyun is wondering, like, which one is real? Is she the real one? Is Meishun the real one? Who has what? Right now, she's not considering the fact she woke up and has very few memories to mean that she is a clone or an experiment or anything like that. She's thinking maybe she was in a coma for a while and and Meishun was based off of her. Like, there's, there's a whole... This is an existential crisis of a whole... Uh, different variety than most people go through. It reminds me uh, of the clones in in Invincible, or uh, the I forget the show name. Never mind. <laughs> me too. 
Me too. <laughs> Same. It, it's bottle cap. Um, <laughs> Are you talking about the the movie about Vince Papali, the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagle? What came off the streets? Indestructible. Right out the Dick Amazon. Meals, Philadelphia Eagles. Is that the comp here? <laughs> He was a clown. I am so tired. I'm Every sorry. time Vince Papali closed his eyes, he saw images of cut fingers, I meant dripping blood. That Amazon he didn't Prime, know who was the real eagle. Amazon Prime uh, comic series. Oh, Invincible. Invincible. Oh, the, the it twins. is invisible. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, duplicate. Um, Are like you talking that, about yes. duplicate? No. Oh, no. I'm talking about Invincible. Yeah, I'm talking about invincible. <laughs> I'm talking about there's anyway. It's not the spoiler. It's a big spoiler. But there's two clones in it, and they're like oh, it's in the yes, first five yes, minutes yes, of the yes, first yes. episode. The, the no. bad person. Yes. Got yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Maybe I've only watched the first three and a half minutes. Of the <laughs> go first to the episode. beach and read whatever goddamn book you want, Kevin. <laughs> Get the hell off. Maybe I'll shit. go. Maybe I'll go and read Invincible. You can. Maybe. Yeah. It would actually be a good beach read. Yeah. <laughs> Great beach read. Oh yeah. I'm so sorry. I ruined a beautiful role-playing moment, as I have done before. Continue with the bullshit. Callum, Callum farts. He lets it rip. Absolutely lets it rip in the storage. Oh, in the tunnel? In this, like, hot, <laughs> no, hot closet. Steamy tunnel? He has no reaction. Full teen, not admitting he did this. Oh. Uh, Captain, Captain. We, don't, we don't smell it because there's no atmosphere, yeah. but we do Shut hear it. it. You just see the campfire get larger for a second. <laughs> that child just farted in his own spacesuit and looks yes. uncomfortable now. No, he likes it. He's like, he's like... <laughs> good night, everybody. Yes, that was, that was a good one. And Kreska lets loose one of her own. Oh, no. feel a little more, like, not judged. Callum goes, ew, the captain just farted in her suit. Everyone look. Everyone look, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> this is like a Tim Robbins, I think you should leave sketch. It is. So trying to convince everyone that the captain farted in the suit instead of her. Ew! The captain. I do a mutiny. Oh, also, as we're going to bed, Callum asks Kreska in all seriousness after we've, we're all talking. Um, he waits for a lull in the Seiyan conversation and he goes, uh, It's also nice to meet you, Seiyan. I'm also new to the group. Um, Kreska, do you yes. think we could use the mutiny that Seiyan and Frisk discovered? to our advantage too you know like maybe start some rumors or something ah yes that sounds like an excellent plan this is the you're the the, um the 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 plan to like incriminate the the admiral and the captain yeah yeah. I don't know if there's a way to do like in my mind the spell would be like message and you would like whisper in somebody's ear or something but if there's a way when we're going to the the brig or wherever we're going um, to just sort of like implant the seed of, of just like, oh, they don't know what they're doing in the gunnery. You know, like, I don't know, something. I, I think based uh, off of what Troy told us about how this system was sealed off from the rest of the ship, uh, we can't do it from here, but once we get up there, I think that's a wonderful idea, Sydney, to it seems like Malachar had dirt on both Nashal and Box and could oh, cause nice. embarrassment so just- to them. I think we're going to yes. do it electronically because yeah. they don't have minds, unfortunately. Yeah. Ah, shit. But, okay. But could oh, we, we can like, do that. email it out? Can we do, like, a group email? Yeah. Yeah, yeah go. Tell I us, Chris, if we, can, 
write up a blast and it's like if you don't send this to seven of your fellow zombies before midnight <laughs> you're gonna have bad luck and never be married it's a chain letter <laughs> yeah <laughs> we, we, oh. we just yeah we, we just we just uh, blast the gunnery crew the full yeah. comp the all 1500 gunnery gunnery crew <laughs> members and then <laughs> yeah like don't tell anyone in the engineering department. Yeah, well, it's tricky, right? Like, if Malakar was still alive, you've got dirt on Malakar, who was trying to do shit, and then you've got the dirt that she has on, on the captain. Ah, but it, I didn't even the, think about that. But at the end of the day, Malakar's dead, and you, you may have to eliminate the higher-ups if you take over the ship or drive this thing. They're not going to be around anymore unless was they there escape. A way, was there a way to have her be on our team? Like, uh, if he, we had done anything differently? You'll never know. She's dead. I doubt it. We tried. We tried to talk to her a little. Do you remember? We tried in the room to talk to her. She was dead set. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got the sense that she was impressed by you, and that when she fought you, she was probably hoping to kill you, turn you undead, and then have a team of people, an elite fighting team under her. Uh, she hesitated for a moment to be like, maybe I can just convince them to come with me now, but she knew that was going to happen, so she... Uh, you know, with full of pride, thought she could kill you and turn you, and then make you her mm. minions. Damn it! But it didn't work out. Is anybody else chatting it up uh, in this night? You got to imagine this is like I think about uh, one of the the few bright spots of the final season of Game of Thrones is that night before the battle when Ugh, they're all sitting yeah. around talking. You know these these rests that you're having. You got two security keys left. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? But you know what Osteth said. You know what the stakes are. You're not going to have a lot more moments of calm. Yeah. To really talk and 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 know about the people that you're sacrificing everything with, I think Linnea has a hard time sleeping. Um, I think she doesn't regain any hit points. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. I have. She has about ten minutes of a hard time sleeping. Then she falls asleep. But during those ten minutes, she has. She's very sad. Uh, she, unlike everyone else, I think she doesn't really realize when she came into this adventure that um, what it actually meant to sacrifice everything uh, even though her mom did that uh, and I think she's lying to her side and just staring into into nothing uh, and she can't really sleep and then I think she walks over to Callum her, her one friend who's still alive and uh <laughs> Callum's also staring straight up at the ceiling and he's like, he keeps shifting Callum's asleep, like the sleeper in the room with everybody where it's like every five seconds it's like Oh yeah, oh I hate that, and snoring Rolling rolling around, can't get comfortable so he's staring up at the ceiling Yeah, are you you awake? Mm. Yeah Is everybody awake? Sorry, is everyone awake? Yeah Alright, sorry, I can't I can't roll over, I can't get comfortable Sorry, what's up, Linnea? So I, f- I feel bad for dragging you into this. Um, I think, I feel like it's on me. I, I wanted to bring you back to Absalom Station and show you my world, but, but I feel like it, that's not going to happen now. Linnea, you didn't drag me into this. I wanted to go. Yeah. I didn't hey. fully realize. Linnea, can I tell you something? Hmm. 
I'm not going to repeat this, but this has been the most fun that I've ever had. Oh, and no. I'm having a really great time, and I'm really happy that I met you. And that's it. I don't know. Maybe if we went to school together, stuff would be different. Maybe we wouldn't even be friends. So I'm happy we're friends. I feel I feel that too, Callum. I, I really... I really feel that even though it's morbid to say, but I I have been enjoying these past few weeks a lot as well. But now when people are dying and I mean first my mom and then Qualo and Steve, like it's starting to get really, really terrifying. Um and I don't know I don't know if can you promise me? Can I can I die before you? I don't want to see another friend of mine die. No. What? No. I, I mean, don't want to. I miss Koala too. I miss. I mean, I've lost a lot of people. I, I'm. No. And All right. I'm going to do everything to have everybody not die. I, I don't. I can't promise you anything, and I won't. I'm not as smart as the doctor or the oh. captain, but as far as I know, I don't think there's a way out. Um, I don't think there's any way out, but if we can, I'll try to protect you <laughs> as much as I can. But Stop. if not... Stop trying to protect me. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean it like that. I don't mean it like that. Thank you. Thank you. No, You're really strong. You protect you, everybody, though. I I try. I try. You remind me of something, though. Um, doctor, are you also awake? I am now. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, I thought, I thought everybody was awake. Um, Callum has been like rolling around and he has this bag and he pulls out this bag and um, he takes out these three two are in like vials and one is in like a loose baggie and he's like um, I took these a while ago not from you I didn't steal from you uh, uh, but I, I took these and um, I don't know if I'm going to use them but I, I figured I'd give them to you you're a doctor so maybe you know like the dosage and stuff but uh and he gives you Rapture Dust, Twinkle, and Zero, which are three drugs that he stole off of uh, a sh- previous ship that he was on. Um, they have different effects, but I can tell you the l- later. But they're not extremely useful. It's like saves against fear effects and being sickened. Uh, one gives you a plus two to perception checks and against fatigue and exhaustion. Uh, but I just think they could be better used by everybody, and I, I think you'd know what to do with them. Um, so... Uh, I'm just going to give them to you. Frisk takes them. But he takes a look at them and he's like, What you, you don't, boy, you, you having a party or something? Why you, you don't want to take this without supervision? It could be unpredictable based on your metabolism. Why you take this? Uh, I wasn't going to do it. I just took them to maybe sell them if I ever got off, um, the ship that I was on, I thought maybe I could, I don't know, sell it or, or try to 
I don't know. I was in a bad spot, so I, I just took it at the time, but I wasn't really thinking, and I, I don't want him. Hmm. Okay. I hold on to this. If we live through this, I'll give him back. Hopefully, you won't need them. Hopefully, you won't need the kind of money you make from getting these, eh? I don't don't really care anymore about the money or whatever. I just thought maybe somebody could use them or something. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Good. It's a good thing to give me these. All right. Put some put some in his medical medical bag. Callum feels like he just gave drugs to an adult, but like doesn't didn't actually feel good about it. Like he's like, I thought I did something <laughs> right. Made me feel worse about it. I have a quick question, Captain K. When you mind melded with me and showed me all of Mayshun's greatest hits, leading with the acid death, did you show the scene where Doctor Friss? And my son decided to fire onto Mac. Is she aware of that now? Because I've been yeah, thinking. Yeah, I think th- I think that Kreska would feel feel it was important that you uh, that you know about the former captain and you know the, the great sacrifice she made to save our lives. Is that still unknown to Linnea? That's the thing. I think it is. Like I think she assumed that Mac sacrificed herself. But it was she never did. cleared up. And she did, she did. But uh, yeah. the manner of it was never really explicitly said to you. Yeah. For obvious reasons, they didn't want to upset you. But yeah, it is a weird elephant. Blown up mother in the room, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> hmm. So now everyone knows, except Callum and Linnea. It's for everyone except you. Mm, <laughs> and it all comes back. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um. All right. Do we want to rest and head up to the next deck? No, Dax hasn't hasn't done his role playing. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> it's my turn, Matthew. Shut your mouth. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna come up to Seon, and he's just he waits until a long time after she's talking to Friss, and he's thinking about how different she was, but then about her seeing images. Uh. Wait, you said you didn't say anything about that? That, that you don't have... What did you say that, that Seiyun says about having any memories of Meishan? It terrified her to see... It didn't terrify her. It gave her a strange out-of-body experience to see Meishan doing all these activities, seeing herself, basically, uh, out there with this crew for missions she doesn't remember. And seeing them didn't, like, unlock past memories of that for her. Um, it just simply washed over her, like watching a ghost. Seon, I can't help but notice you didn't have the reaction I expected from seeing images of Meishun and our mission thus far. Have you no memories of any events like this? No, this was the first time I'd ever uh, seen Mei Shun do anything like that. And um, yes, she seemed to be a good friend of yours. Um, I imagine it might be strange uh, seeing her again in me. 
for you. It is strange. To be honest, I didn't know there was much difference between the two of you. Now, I see it's much different. And I wonder, what do you believe to be your memories? I suppose the only memories I have so far are the ones after I woke up. I'm hoping that in continuing to adventure, maybe I'll remember more. I mean, it seems crazy that I just exist as an adult and have no past, right? Everyone has a child. Yes. Yes, it interests me in particular because I believe your skill with that computer was... It was representative of training, intense training. There is no way that can come naturally. There must be something that you can unlock. I myself have experienced several memories that are strange to me. Glimpses, pictures, moments that I don't know if they are mine or if they are someone else's. I've been trying to solve this riddle myself, and I wonder if you and I could work together to solve each other's problem. Hmm. I think if this were the movie, you'd see little snippets and cuts of Dax piloting and seeing the frame of the Lashunta woman whose face he can't make out. Yeah, exactly. And, and at the same time, it's intercutting with shots of someone working on Mei Shun as just this empty vessel of a body. Say Yun, as just this empty vessel of a body. And I picture it kind of like the scenes in Fire in the Sky when the aliens oh! catch him. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. They're awful. They're awful, the things that were done. And just this apparatus keeping Seiyun's eye open is just like uh, this big techno needle slowly uh, goes uh, and, uh, and like an organic material suctioning her body down to the table as she's like being worked on and having this training done like right as you say training as you say your memories your memories show up and then as you say the training I must have gone through that shows up but there is Perhaps a way to know which memories are actually ours and which are not. But what I have found, and what my friend Qualo helped me realize, you heard about Qualo, is that we are not defined by our memories. We are defined by what we do now and how we choose to think about that past, whether it's ours or not. I find it incredible that you, with no former memory, want to come on this mission. Why do you want to come on this mission? I feel drawn to this place, and she looks around at the Eoxian structure. Almost like a moth to a flame. And I can't really describe the attraction, but I know that helping you feels good and stopping the people we've stopped 
This felt right. If Hmm. I were to go into any of the battles and turn the tables, attack you, help them, it would feel wrong. Interesting. A deep Hmm. feeling rather than logic. Hmm. Rational reasoning behind the mission. I feel the same way, I believe. I heard Callum say it earlier. I was eavesdropping. I I'm also... still awake. What's oh. up? What are you saying? Oh. Sorry, Callum. <laughs> what did you eavesdrop on? Sometimes I forget to whisper at night. You're talking so loud, is that queen? Did you awake I, yourself I was... by flatulating in your suit again? <laughs> <laughs> How did you know I did that? <laughs> As you know, I did. I said it was the captain. You know, I for the comms. They press the button. Why is it always on? Leave me alone. Why is it always on? Leave me alone. <laughs> Turn on your white noise programs. <sighs> no, the truth is, my people are not known for depth of feeling. No, but also not for the complete absence of it. And I can say without any doubt that my feelings have changed a great deal since meeting the captain and the doctor and the others we've lost along the way. I have felt this mission in particular has given me a life I didn't have before and one that I enjoy. And he sort of sits back and like sits tall and just stares out. And that's like the last thing he says. I sense satisfaction in you, Dax. And when I woke up, I felt nothing. And then when I stepped into the battlefield with you, I felt numb. And every step I take with all of you, I feel a little bit more. Almost like blood rushing back to a limb you've sat on for too long. So... I can't wait to see what else awakens in me. And this whole time, just click, 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 click. Just scenes of just absolute oh awful tor- horrors being done. <laughs> well, suffice to say, we are all living a very interesting life now. And perhaps, even if it costs our lives... We can save everyone else's future. Hmm. Right, Callum? <laughs> Damn it. Let him sleep. Let him sleep. <laughs> he's Linnea, just, he was just he's, awake. He's at a Linnea, big game. <laughs> Linnea overhears this conversation. It's like, wow. All right, this is officially getting dark. Everyone. And she pulls out a bottle with cherry. This was my mother's favorite. And she pours everyone a drink. <laughs> Callum wakes up. And we, open, and we open our suits to drink them and we all suffocate and die. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Dax hey. enjoys his thoroughly. Soft exactly. Hey, the vacuum Seon. <laughs> Seon, you said you were feeling numb. How about you have some of this? Now you definitely will feel numb. <laughs> I passing around the cherry. Yeah. I gave first drugs. <laughs> We could yeah. all, we could do them. 
<laughs> you know what? I mean, yeah. if we're going to die tomorrow, let's right. live. This is our last rest. Let's do all the drugs in our possession. What's the penalty for being hungover in battle? Is that a minus <laughs> four on all attacks? Hey, Callum is 14. I just realized. And so is Dex. I just realized. Oh, 15. You guys have 15. You're teenagers. You haven't had any life experience. Let's do it all tonight. Oh, my God. He gets out his guitar. Let's do this. <laughs> Callum gets You're his face. Linnea starts dancing. <laughs> my God. <laughs> We play an unplugged session, Troy. An unplugged session. We're not making noise, and I'm just—you just hear like, yeah, man. Isn't it so great, Skid? How the vacuum of space is completely silent. <laughs> it is. I love miming everything. It's great. Uh, so you, have, you all have these moments together, Captain K, Dax, the pilot, Chief Mate Linnea. The kid, the magic kid, Callum, your engineer, your science officer, your resident genius, Dr. Friss, and this familiar yet unfamiliar technomagical wonder in Seyun. You now know the layout of the ship. You know that there is a crew complement of thousands, and yet there's only six of you, and six of you are the only ones standing in the way of complete annihilation of planets, solar systems, everyone and everything that people back home love. And all you gotta do is take a grav train to the command deck. No! We'll see you next week. So much the time flies when you roll play. Oh my god! I mean, it's it, we're dying. We're going to the end. It's gonna be the end, and I'm crying. It's like saving Bottle Private cat. Ryan. The cat. We all have to die before Linnea. That's what I learned from her flashback. That's right. That's, yes. that's an order. She has Zoom to in on Joe's blue eyes. No, I said the opposite. Die. I want to die. We'll I want to die before life. all of you. Oh, Damn it! So we so all good, man. Tell me, I have a good Woo. life. <laughs> I would look like that dude at 80 <laughs> 60 Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 